This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Here, the, the backstory. Well, Murphy's Pub is the oldest Irish pub in Seattle. Uh, we serve traditional Irish fare. Right now in the background, you might be able to hear a traditional Irish session going on. There is. And it's the best. Come by and see us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously the name Murphy and then the Mariners uh, and in baseball, uh, there's, there, well, everybody knows Murphy's Law, but if you're a rye bread and mustard listener, it's Tom Murphy's Law. Uh, any kind of connections to Tom Murphy ever? Oh, yes. I, as soon as the Mariner signed Tom Murphy, I was like, oh, I've got to figure out how to get him. So I've met him a couple times to give him some Murphy's t-shirts. And then we do, once a year, we do a uh, golf tournament that's a fundraiser. And so I sent him a message and asked if he would donate something for the auction for that. And we got a Tom Murphy bat to auction off. Oh, damn. Uh, you know, other listeners... Uh, that have been following us know about our Tom Murphy bat that uh, that we talk about. We don't have as cool of, cool as a story, but Ninja, why don't you tell her how you got your Tom Murphy bat? Well, we were down in spring training, and uh, we stayed till after the game was over. Let everyone clear out, and uh, asked the <clears throat> dugout attendant if I could have the broken bat, and he was like, "This bat's not broken." So, but it kind of like, was because he, he was having a bad week. Yeah. Tom Murphy left it behind for a reason. And our big goal this year is to get it signed. Not in such an awesome way like you got your sign, but we're, we're wondering if he's even going to notice. Like, maybe, like, where the fuck is this bat been? Because it doesn't look cheap. It's a, it's a nice-looking bat. He's, he's, you know what I mean? So uh, tell us a little bit more about... Uh, what you guys do with the bat here and just some other cool connections with Tom. Okay, so once a year we have a golf tournament that benefits Salmon for Soldiers. And that's a group that uh, takes wounded veterans and um, people with PTSD on free salmon fishing trips. So we go golfing. This year it's on June 11th. And um, we go golfing, and then we come back to the pub here and have a live auction. And since we're Murphy's and it's Tom Murphy, I said, hey, can we auction off one of your bats? And, the, and he donated that for us to help raise money for veterans. So how does your listeners get involved with getting um, signed up for the golf tournament? Just give us a call or stop on by the pub, and we can get your team organized. Uh, a four 
person team is $400. If you want to do a whole sponsorship, it's an extra 100 And all the profits and proceeds go right to Salmon for Soldiers. So how long have you been doing this? We started in 2015, I believe. And um, it, the people who work there are awesome. We've got a flag signed by the uh, veterans that went on the actual salmon boat that we took fishing. So it's been a great, great partnership between us and them. I love the name. Salmon for Soldiers. Absolutely. Um, so, how, so you've been a lifelong Mariners fan. How did, how did this all start? Put, put everybody that listens to our podcast kind of hears our pain, knows our story, especially <laughs> Hanno's. But put, Shelly, put us, put, us, put us in your shoes. Uh, let us pull at your heartstrings or... Show us what pulls, uh, what has pulled at your heartstrings. Okay, so my love of baseball started when I was a kid. I grew up in an Irish Catholic family, and part of the rules were that you sat at the dinner table and you finished everything on your. You said prayers, finished everything on your plate, and when you were done, then you had to say, "Dad, may I please be excused?" And then you were allowed to leave. Uh-huh. But growing up in San Diego, if the San Diego Padres were on TV, we got to eat in the living room. <laughs> And it was so naughty and so fun, and just that was my love of baseball. And this was in the 80s, right? <laughs> well, I was born in 1969. Okay, it was so, so yeah, 70s, 80s, yes. But these were the good Padre teams. Oh, it was. Then. Tom Kennedy and Steve Garvey and Dave Winfield. Those were all the people oh, yeah. I got to watch. Absolutely. <laughs> and then you, yeah, and then you moved here. <laughs> yes, in 93. Oh, so you went from good teams to good <laughs> Yes, okay. was before 95. Um, yeah. We went to a few games at the Kingdom when we got here, and our oldest daughter absolutely loved Jay Buhner, and we fell in love with the Mariners. Wow. And, and you, you also mentioned before when we were here, eating the delicious food. The wings here are nuts, and, I, and I'm a wing kind of snob. <laughs> uh, the, the Thai chili ones especially, amazing. Uh, but you were telling us your daughter uh, was a ball girl. Yeah, our oldest daughter, um, when she was in high school, she played softball. And the Mariners reached out to all the local high schools and asked if, if the coaches could send somebody to come out and sort of interview and audition to be a ball girl. And she got a job, and it was just a joy to watch her love the game as much as we do. I would pretty much quit any job I have to be a ball girl on the Mariners. Right now, still. I don't think they'd have me, but I, I'd be... What about you, Hannah? Would you just get rid of that career outside of this podcast for that? Oh, yeah. It's one of the best seats in the house. It is. That's <laughs> close to uh, mine and the ninja seats. He's he's looking at me like, why'd you give that Why'd you give that information out? No, I saw the other guy that was working down there on the field last last year, and anything's possible, Myron. <laughs> they let that guy on the field. It is. It's, it's nowadays, you know, a ball guy can be a ball girl. Everything, every, everything, everything goes. Is, the, no, all oh, your man. dreams can come true. Yes. So yes. I'm, I'm gonna still uh, hold on there. Get ready to play hardball in the kingdom. Take me to the ball game. I wanna see the ants. The Mariners are playing hardball. Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdom. What do you guys do for Mariners games? Do you guys uh, do Mariners stuff? 
Well, one thing I wanted to say was we sponsor an Irish Little League team that's oh. in the north of Ireland. and um, That is cool. So that's kind of fun. And then be, if you're from the north end and you're on the way to a Mariner game, you can stop in here easy. Get We have brunch on the weekends. You can come in before a game, go on down, watch the Mariners beat the Astros. And then on your way back, come on up for another shot. And it's awesome. And you know what? It's perfectly kind of out of the way and not too far at the same time, like, you could come here, watch the first couple of innings, close the tab, hop in the Uber, get out of the game a little bit early, be right back up here. I, I like it. No, you know? it's, it's really nice. It's If you're headed uh, out of Safeco or down into Safeco from the north end, it's right in between I-5 and uh, 99. So it's, a, it's, a, it's just like you hop off the freeway to get gas. Hop off the freeway, come in here to Murphy's, have a nice drink, have some food. I also noticed it's pet friendly, and I really like that. So I it's Bark at the Park every night here. Oh yes, it is Bark at the Park. Yep, we only we the only rules we have about dogs is they can't put their paws on the tables, they can't lick plates, but otherwise they're allowed to be here. See, my girlfriend's dog would be perfect. She's got she's got a six six month old bulldog. Shout out to Makita. How you doing there, Mac? Uh, but. <laughs> She's a big listener. She likes the show. Perfect. Uh, but yeah. she's a bulldog. I don't think she'll be getting up and, and doing anything. We're kid-friendly and dog-friendly, so when the kids make a mess, the dogs can clean it up. Perfect. And this place has been here since, you were telling me, since 1981. Yes. Murphy's opened in 1981, um, so we're the oldest bar in Irish bar in Seattle that's still operating. There's one bar that opened a couple years after us that's down at Pike Place Market. You might know the name of it. You might not. Um, Finn McCool's? No, not Fim- no. No, not Go again. Uh, Kels. It's Kells. Kells. Kells is the one they opened in 1983, so we beat them by a couple of years. Um, and it's just, it's so what, just Seattle just wasn't fucking with Irish bars. Or what was the <laughs> most deal? I don't know what I don't know because if you go to Boston, those bars are open since I the 1800s. Go, I need to go check out this history and be like, what, what, what was stopping people from having Irish? Because when I think of bars, it's England. And Ireland. Don't, don't say are, England in here. Okay. Whoops. Sorry. I'm an English lad. You know, Whatever. S- Sumner. Uh, <laughs> like that? My last name. Yeah. It's a, I like it. <laughs> the World Series. Where a pitch is not just a pitch. It's a World Series pitch. Where a hit is not just a hit. It's a World Series hit. A win is not just a win, it's a World Series win. Now you've got a chance to win a trip to the 1984 World Series by entering Major League Baseball's Grand Slam sweepstakes at all Major League ballparks and participating retailers. Baseball favor, catch it! The preceding message was furnished by Major League Baseball. So some, uh, you get some people in here, obviously, uh, you know, being in the location you are at and from, you know, being the oldest Irish bar, do you get some, like, Mariner-type people in here, some people that work down or with the organization or former players ever pop in here? Uh, yeah, we've had um, one of the grounds crew guys comes in a lot. Paul, we love him. Um, what up, Paul? And the best grounds crew in all of Major League uh, Baseball. Yes, definitely. They are. They kick butt between innings. They really work it. Um well, we should have got the grounds crew right now. It seems yes, like the ninja should. has... Cleaning up my water that got oh, spilled. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cut. Yeah, Myron. Yeah. Why did you kick her water well, over? I, did I, I do it? 
I don't know. Somebody did. Who, Who knows? kicked the water? I'm on the other <laughs> side of the table. Oh, and then um, also Tom Hutler. Many of you know him as the voice of the Mariners at the at T-Mobile Park. I almost said Safeco Field because I can't get that out of my head. But anyways. Yeah, the PA announcer. Yes. Um, he plays music on the side, and uh, we've had him play here before. And Oh, wow. I he's get, just a lovely guy. I got to come here. Does he sing? He sings. Yeah, he's got he's got a really good voice. He does. I, I it's love, dreamy. I love hearing that voice. He, because he was, <laughs> I agree. Uh, he was the voice even at the uh, kingdom. So when I hear his voice, it takes me back to the kingdom more than T-Mobile Park, Safeco Field. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but to me, he's got that uh, king. Like, there's not a lot that they do with the kingdom or make you feel any kind of like heritage of the kingdom at T-Mobile Park, which I don't like. But his voice is definitely one of those yeah. things that takes me right back to being 10 years old, waiting out in the outfield before the game for yeah. $2.50 uh, outfield general admission tickets, begging uh, the opposing players for baseballs. It's almost like a smell. When you smell something, you'll go right back in time to that place when you smelled it. His voice is like that, too. Yeah. I got to come in when he's coming here. We got to get him on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yes. I, I can help you do that. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. So do you go down to uh, spring training? I know that's kind of like the thing. All of these episodes that we're going to be doing are kind of leading into spring training. Is this something you do? Has you been there before? Yes. Spring training is one of the best experiences ever for a baseball fan. Um, that's where you can kind of get up and close, up close and personal with the fans where I was able to bring a Murphy's t-shirt to Tom Murphy and, and just kind of wave it at him and catch his eye. And I was like, Hey, it's Shelly. And he came over and I got to give him the t-shirt. So that's awesome. It's kind of like you're at a high school baseball game when you're there. I just, I just love it. It's yeah. If you guys haven't gone, go down to spring training. Yeah, the access to all the players is great, and the games in the daytime, the nice weather, the sunshine, it's a great time. I remember seeing Robbie Ray warming up, and that was the first time he had been with the Mariners, and I just said, wow, those pants are tight, and I know why he's got his own Twitter handle. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I really, really enjoy spring training. You definitely feel like you're kind of part of everything. It's really fun to talk to the coaches. I like to watch... Manny Acta and uh, Perry Hill. Yeah, uh, Myron met Alvin Davis. I did he meet him. Almost a, cried. Almost. I, that was his favorite. Yeah, so you can go back to the very first episode, and uh, I talk about meeting Alvin Davis. Oh uh, wow! I won't. Mr. I'll spare. I'll spare, I'll spare everybody the story for now, uh, but it, it will be coming back. But. Um, yeah, it's cool sitting there and talking to the coaches, and everybody's really friendly and full of energy, and I really like it. And I love that the people that work there are all these retired old baseball fans where these, it's just it's just the coolest. It's just the coolest. I love it. So, what do you guys think about the churro guy, though? Yeah, yes or no? Oh, yeah, he's fun. Churro, churro, churro. Churro, churro, churro. I love the churro guy. He's like a celebrity down there. Have you met the churro guy, Shelly? I don't know that. No. You got to meet sure. the churro he guy. Like Rick the peanut guy? He, he no. is. He's like Rick the peanut guy For down there. For old fans that are out there. Did you ever, uh, do you remember Rick the peanut guy at the, yes, the kingdom? I we were thinking about just doing was, a whole episode on him. And he was at spring training. 
Yeah, he yeah, would, yeah, yeah. yeah. He they would, would bring his ass down. The spring training. Yeah, right, right, it was. Yes, yes. Yeah, to get yes. those ones behind the back. Oh yeah, that the hook shots from another two rows over. I mean, the guy was incredible. Oh yeah, that had to be hard on the uh, on the old rotator cuff, right? You know. Yeah, but Did, it felt good down there in that nice warm yeah. weather. Get it, get it loose for the kingdom. <laughs> and wouldn't he say, "Get your red hot peanuts here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he, and hot, he definitely had a lot of <laughs> lot of innuendos. He yes, was, he did. Yes, he, he did. He took a, he took a few liberties, but R.I.P. We miss you, Rick. He's listening to us up there. I know he is. No, yes, yes, yeah. So how did you, how did you get into? You know, this is a prime location. How did you get in here, or what can you tell us? I mean, if there's any, <laughs> what? How did you get in here at this place? Like, how did how how this all happen? About. Yeah, how this come about? So our our very favorite Irish bar closed <clears throat> and I said to my husband we need to have our own place to go call the bartender that used to work at the other place and see what he's doing so we call him up and he says oh Murphy's Pub in Wallingford is for sale and I was like what so we came up here and looked at it and we're like we could make this work and here we are and your husband was in owning a bar as well huh he was in on it yeah That's it awesome. was it was a little risky but we did it and you guys have been holding this down for a while so I, yeah I, it's it's been um it's been a challenge but luck since we're in a neighborhood so many of our customers are regulars and walkers and like you said bring their dogs in and they just have really kept us afloat during all this nonsense now I I'm pretty positive Tom Murphy <laughs> is going to be on the opening day roster. I would say so. I, I mean hope. some of some of the uh, graph uh, fan graphs even says he might be our starting DH, which is a whole nother story. Oh, we're we're not going to say whether we like that or not. Not in not in Murphy's house, <laughs> but we I I do like Tom Murphy. We he's been a through line through our our podcast, which I've mentioned. Maybe we could get him in here on one of those off nights and definitely have a Tom Murphy night. That would be fantastic. I would love that so much. And I can work on making that happen. That would be so fun. Yes, I'd love to. If we don't see him at spring training, maybe he's too busy. We'd love to present him as bat back. I mean, this bat is is ready to go. I mean, he He can sign it. He could use it again. (laughs) He could use it again. It's it's in perfect condition. None of us are hitting any baseballs anymore, so it, <laughs> yes. it hasn't it hasn't been uh, used or stolen. I'm pretty sure there's a reason why he left that bat behind in the dugout. Yes, it was so we could hold on to it, promote it, talk about it on the podcast, and then run into Shelly a year later, tell her the story. She tells us her story, and then we have this big Tom Murphy bash. So good. 